This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. When the nights get cold and the lights go out, the sun is gone behind the clouds, and you feel lost, and I'll reach out to guide you home with my lighthouse. Oh, whoa, oh, whoa. Welcome to the special lockdown edition of Lighthouse of Hope. I'm your host, Michael Hempseed. I'm so glad you're joining us today. First part of this show, I want to look at a number of things that you can do if you are finding the lockdown difficult. And the second part, I want to look at what are some things that you can do to build your resilience once again been placed into a lockdown and I want to acknowledge that while this is difficult on some people there are also many people that are trying to use this lockdown in a positive way. I've been quite concerned about some of the posts that I've seen on social media saying that this is going to cause a negative effect on everyone's mental health. Well that is simply not true. There are quite a few people that are coping well and I think we need to remember that. Personally, I found this a very positive time. Uh, I desperately needed a break. I've been incredibly busy over the last couple of months, travelling all over New Zealand, running talks on suicide prevention, trauma and anxiety. So for me, this was a positive experience. But I'm also aware there are many people out there that are finding this lockdown really difficult. So I've got a few tips and strategies that can help people that are struggling. One of the first ones is to try and remember that we got through a lockdown in the past, uh, depending on where you are in the country, either at the start of last year or even a couple of times throughout last year, we had various lockdowns. And I have seen a couple of posts on social media where people say, I don't think I can cope with this one. Well, it's really important to know that the overwhelming majority of people did actually cope remarkably well. It's important to know that the suicide rate in lockdown did not spike and um, a lot of people were really positive. Having said that, there certainly can be some challenges. So one of the things to remember, and sometimes it can even be helpful to write this down and say put it beside your bed or if there's a particular place where you start to worry, sometimes it's when people go to the bathroom, maybe they've got a bit of peace, but maybe you could write this down and say, I managed to get through this last time and I can probably get through this one. Another helpful strategy is to try and consider, is there a time in your life when you've thought life was really difficult, when you thought you were faced with something that you probably weren't going to be able to overcome and then you found that although you thought it was going to be difficult, you did actually manage to overcome that. And sometimes thinking about past examples like that can be really helpful because it reminds us that sometimes we've got more strength than we think we do. So if you do have an example of something like that, I really encourage you to write it down. Sometimes if we just keep this in our head, it can be very easy to forget and overlook this. But when we um, write this down and we see it visually, that can really help a lot of people. So trying to think of past times and um, experiences that we thought were going to be really difficult and we did actually manage to get through them. I have this as recently my wife and I had our first son 
Uh, I remember the first night we brought him home from the hospital, and as you can imagine, with a newborn, we did not get much sleep. And it was getting to about 3am, and I thought, I really can't do this. However, he managed to get off to sleep, and um, the next few nights, although they were difficult, they weren't as difficult as I imagined them to be. And it's just an example of how sometimes we can perceive that things are going to be worse than they are. So one of the things that's really important is to try and keep this lockdown in perspective. Try and remember that most people do have the skills to get through this. Most people have got through this before, and most people could even thrive through this lockdown. That might sound like a surprising thing. I use the word thrive. Um, many people will be thinking, well, I can only grit my teeth and survive this. But I really encourage people to try and think about how could they use this time um, to really benefit themselves. Um, so some people just need a rest. And if you're the sort of person that's really exhausted, really tired, um, and just needs a bit of time to relax, don't feel like you have to do something. Uh, to be honest, the first week of lockdown, I'm normally a fairly productive person. I normally like to read lots of books, write things, um, and I'm quite active. To be honest, the first week in lockdown, I was so exhausted. I actually did very little. I just watched movies. Um, I didn't really accomplish a heck of a lot. So um, the power of rest can actually be really powerful. So if you need that, I don't feel like you have to accomplish something or do something. It is absolutely okay to take a break. And I know many people say at school, uh, maybe the last time they got quite stressed about schoolwork, they put a lot of pressure on themselves. This time it sounds like a lot of people are taking a much gentler approach. Message is really to people that get bored quite easily. If you're the sort of person that gets bored quite easily, I really encourage you to invest this time. Uh, maybe there's a new skill that you could learn. For example, maybe you could go on the internet and try and learn about DIY or cooking. Um, maybe you could learn a little bit about a different culture or a different language. Uh, there's lots of apps out there that could teach you Tereo, Japanese, uh, Chinese, Swahili if you want it. There's all sorts of different languages out there. And so maybe you could spend a little bit of time um, just learning a few words and getting to know some, uh, some skill. One of the things that many people struggle with is when they learn a new skill, they're not very good at it at the start. And a lot of people feel like, oh, I'm no good at this. I just shouldn't even bother. Well, one of the things that's important to know is that almost everyone, when you learn a new skill, it doesn't go to plan the first time. In fact, there's been some really interesting studies around famous scientists. Many young people today think, I'm no good at science, it's too difficult, I can't do this. And what studies have shown is that if you teach a lot of young people about the struggles that famous scientists have, for example, people like Albert Einstein, um, Marie Curie, and um, you may not have heard of him, but James Watson, who discovered DNA, uh, some of these people, they all had a lot of struggles and a lot of difficulty in science. They weren't necessarily naturally good at it, and it took them quite a bit of time to get their head around it. And sometimes if we teach people skills like that, it can be really helpful so that when someone does start learning a new skill, uh, they can manage it well. One of the things that I've started adding into my public talks 
as I say, that although I can often rattle off complex parts of the brain, uh, such as the medulla oblongata, the medial prefrontal cortex, the hyperpituitary adrenal axis, one of the things I start telling people is that although um, once I've learned this stuff, I can talk about this quite easily, but um, when I have to learn this new information, I often have to go over it several times. And sometimes with some of these complex brain parts, it takes me two or three days to try and remember how to say them properly. So it's important to know that when you learn a new skill, it doesn't always go to plan. And a little bit of patience and persistence at the start can be really helpful. So if you are bored, I really encourage you to try and use this time really well. One skill that I think a lot of people could improve at is the ability to make friends and connections. Many people uh, say they don't know as many people as they'd like, they'd like a few more friends, and sometimes we think, well, um, there's nothing I can do about this. But that's not the case at all. Friendship is a quality that you can improve. Uh, there's a great author called Deborah Fine, D-E-B-R-A-F-I-N-E, and she's written a couple of great books on how to build basic conversation skills. And so if you're the sort of person that finds yourself that you're a bit lonely, um, maybe you could try and invest this time in trying to get better at building friendships. I think it's really important to know that many people, when they start doing something for the first time, or when they're in lockdown, they don't really feel like doing something. And if you're the sort of person that sits at home and feels boredom quite easily, sometimes you have to force yourself to do something. Sometimes um, you can lie there and get quite distressed or upset about what's going on, when really sometimes you just need to force yourself to try and do something. And even if you think, oh, I'm not sure about this, sometimes forcing yourself, even if you don't want to, don't spend too much time thinking about this, and actually doing something um, helps. Because often once you start doing something, then you find you get into it and you find it's a bit easier than you thought. So sometimes it's that starting of the project that can be a little bit difficult. The last bit of advice that I have for people in lockdown is one of the feelings that can really take away a lot of worry, there can be a lot of anger for people in lockdown. One of the emotions that can help with this is gratitude. Researchers have found that if you are grateful for things, it's very difficult to be anxious and it's very difficult to be angry. So I really encourage you to think about um, what are some of the things that you are grateful for. I know many people feel like we're in a terrible situation at the moment, but there are so many things that we have got to be grateful for. All things considered, we have it much better than other parts of the world. So I really encourage you, if you're the sort of person that's feeling anxious or worried in this lockdown, uh, do try and remember that um, being grateful for things, find the things that you do have in your life and focusing on them, not necessarily what you've lost or what you don't have, but the things you actually do have can really help. I'd like to remind all my listeners that whatever level you may be at, whether it is three or four, emergency services are still open. I just want to give you a couple of examples of this. One of the things that we do know can occur in lockdown is some people experience physical violence or sexual abuse. It's important to know that if you are experiencing these things, there is still help available for you. 
A really great service that can help is called Safe to Talk. If you are experiencing sexual harm, this is a group that um, can just be someone to listen to and help you find some of the support. They're not connected to the police in any way. And their number is 0800 044 334 and they have a text number 4334. If you don't get some of these numbers, I would remind you that this is available as a podcast on the plainsfm.org.nz website. Another fantastic service is to shine. They can help people nationwide that are experiencing uh, domestic violence issues. And uh, their number is 0508-744-633. If you are someone that is struggling uh, to get out um, for whatever reason, um, and there can be lots of reasons why people don't want to go out. Some people are immune compromised and don't want to go to the supermarket. There is uh, services like St. Vincent de Paul, and you can find the numbers for your local one uh, either online, or perhaps if you don't have access to the internet, a lot of people do still have a phone book, and uh, phone books do have all this information. So most branches of St. Vincent de Paul are still operating, and they can deliver food parcels and necessities if people are struggling. And sometimes people feel that oh, well, I've got money, but I just can't get out. Uh, Some of these services can help you in whatever situation you are in. The Salvation Army is also a really good place to go to for help. And finally, um, most areas have a city mission that can also be a good place to get some help. If uh, you go to the wrong place, the services that I've just recommended should be able to refer you to more help. And lastly, another great service that is out there is the Student Volunteer Army. Uh, They can deliver food parcels to people if for some reason people can't get out or if there's essential services that are needed. If you are listening to this and you know that you've got, say, elderly relatives that maybe don't have access to the internet, it's always good to ring up them and just ask things like, you know, do you have enough food in the house? Um, are you warm enough? And things like that. There is lots of help out there. Um, if people are experiencing financial difficulties, um, some of those services that I talked about can uh, help you. And um, there are many other funds that are available. So if you are struggling, do reach out to some of these services. And if for any reason the first service you go to says, I'm not the right one, uh, keep on trying. If you are someone that maybe doesn't have access to the internet and you're finding it a struggle to find some of these places, I really encourage you to ring someone up and ask them, maybe they could Google the number for you or look it up on the internet. So it's important to know that we will get through this lockdown. I'm trying to see it as somewhat of an inconvenience rather than a major disaster. I listen to the song Fight Song by Rachel Platten. Like a small boat on the ocean, sending big waves into motion. Like how a single word can make a heart open. 
spend the last part of this show looking at the concept of resilience. Resilient is the ability to deal with difficult and challenging things that may arise. And one of the things that I want to emphasize is that life, unfortunately, is full of unexpected, often distressing things. We have all seen how quickly our lives can change by suddenly being plunged into a lockdown. One of the differences between people that are more resilient and less resilient is people that are more resilient tend to expect problems and speed bumps. So, for example, in life, the reality is that everything is not going to go your way. You may work 10 times harder than someone and they may get promoted over you. You may dearly love someone and they may reject that love. You may be treated unfairly and you may be bullied. It is really important to know that these are the sorts of things that happen in real life. 
Often resilient people see this as part of the journey. However, people that are less resilient often start to ask questions such as, why did this happen to me? Thinking that, that these sorts of events are unusual and that they only happen to a few people. Resilient people see that this is actually part of the course. If we look at some amazing people, and I just want to take Abraham Lincoln as an example of this, Abraham Lincoln is known as one of the greatest presidents of the United States, but he had two businesses that failed and his fiancée died. One of the businesses failed so badly that he was left with a debt that took him 17 years to pay off. And so sometimes we can look at people like Abraham Lincoln and think, well, they've always been this amazing person and they have this magical ability to get through life. But it's really important to know that everyone that's achieved something will have these difficulties. So one of the key things about resilience is that people expect some of these roadblocks. And I think if you go through life with the attitude that problems may arise and bad things can happen, but they can be overcome, that certainly helps with your perspective. I think when we expect it to be all easy, that's when things start to go wrong. And uh, if you are a parent listening to this, I really encourage you to teach your children that life is full of the unexpected. We are doing our young people no favours by giving everyone who enters into a race a certificate of participation, because the reality is, in real life, you don't get a certificate of participation for every little thing you do. Other things that can really help build your resilience is to have a sense of perspective. One of the things that really worries me today is what I would describe as outrage culture. This is where people get really upset over something that is actually quite small and insignificant. In this world, we are going to be faced with many things that will frustrate us and upset us. If we focus all our energy on the little things, we don't have time for the things that really matter. There are many disasters in this world. Our suicide rate is horrendous. Climate change is a massive problem. There are still huge issues with sexual abuse in children and domestic violence. These are just a couple of issues that are really important. And if we spend all our time focusing on little issues, that means we don't have the time and energy to give to some of these bigger issues. I also think resilient people can take perspective on some things. Sometimes they can overlook things that don't go to plan. One thing I'm concerned about is a concept that's being promoted of microaggressions. And sometimes these can be seen as very small things. And some people are saying that if you see a microaggression, someone is really having a go at you. Now, yes, absolutely, bullying can be made up of lots of microaggressions, but sometimes people just make mistakes and sometimes people don't really mean it. Resilient people can overlook some of the small um, setbacks and small problems in life and focus on the really big ones. So I really encourage you to try and think about perspective. One of the things when I think about devoting my energy to something is I ask myself, in 30 years or on my deathbed, is this really going to matter? So I have dedicated my life to suicide prevention. That is one of the things that I am most passionate about. And I believe by focusing my energy on that, yes, it will make a tremendous difference in 30, 40, 50 years' time. 
I have seen the devastation that suicide can cause. And it does worry me sometimes that people get really upset over little things that actually aren't so important. It's important to know we are not able to right every wrong in this world. We need to choose our battles. And I think resilient people are good at choosing the things to focus on that really matter. The last thing that I think resilient people are very good at is finding help. And sometimes finding help can be quite difficult. Over the years, I've interviewed many people on this show, and I've asked them, if you had one bit of advice for someone going through a difficult situation, what would that be? And person after person has said to me, with personal experience of mental illness, that if they had one bit of advice, it would be they could change counsellors or doctors. So in other words, if the help you are getting is not helping you, you can change. And I think resilient people keep seeking help until they find the help they need. Hopefully when you try and seek help, you'll be able to find help the first time. But if you don't, if it's not very good or it's not working, people keep looking until they find something that really does work. So that's all I have for you on this show. Just to briefly recap, we've looked at um, facing the lockdown and trying to see this as a positive time. If you do get bored, try and learn a new skill and make the most of this. There are still services that are open and resilient people tend to and not sweat the small stuff. They tend to focus their energy on things that really matter. And if they don't find the help that they need the first time, they keep on trying. So thank you very much for listening. We will get through this lockdown and this outbreak. Take care. When the nights get cold and the lights go out, the sun is gone behind the clouds. And you feel lost and I'll reach out. Guide you home with my lighthouse away.